I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Let's talk with the new St Kilda coach installed formally yesterday, making it the trifecta of the caretakers. Brett Ratton, congratulations and welcome back to Crunch Time. Hey, Jared, how are you, mate? I'm well. Tell me this, Brett. When you were told that you had the job, did it prompt in you a, a, an emotional reaction? Um, yeah, yeah I, it, it did. Um, it was uh, one of, um, I suppose, hard work, but um, also just reflection of what sort of happened in our lives and um, in the last seven years. And it was sort of, you know, from a family point of view, it was sort of one that everyone had been working hard to, towards. But um, yeah, to finally hear the news, it was, um, you know, it was so fantastic. And I think, you know, I, I was pretty pumped myself, but um, my wife was over the moon. So she was probably more excited than <laughs> I was, which was uh, unbelievable. But um, I'm very fortunate and very honoured to be coaching the St Kilda Footy Club and um, to get a second chance at it, I think, you know, that, that's something that I've been striving for. But, um, you know, this is a great opportunity for me and, and the uh, the club to maybe hopefully uh, do something pretty special down the track. So as well as representing yourself and your family and your footy club, Brad, do you, do you feel like you'll actually represent a guild of coaches who have been cast aside and they've been looking for one to get the trust of another go at it so that um, we're not so cutthroat with our coaches once they've been dispensed with the first time around. Yeah, I think I think you're spot on, and um, you know, Clarko's been preaching it for a while about you know we look at uh, American sport, especially the, the the football side of it. They uh, they don't start their coaching you know, journey until they're sort of nearly into their fifties at times. So you know, the coaches that have been sacked have usually started in their thirties, and by the time they're forty, they're nearly out of the the coaching ranks, that senior coaching rank. So to get another chance and really to reflect and learn uh, about that experience, I think that really helps you going to the next stage. And it's helped me enormously. And, you know, I think uh, hopefully this is the start of, you know, maybe Michael Voss gets the chance or, or, you know, Matty Knights and some of these other blokes that have sort of done the same path as I have. It's actually uh, an opportunity going forward. And so how did you approach the, uh, the process stage of it? Brett, and given you'd been able to show you, they, they recruited you to the club, you'd been able to show you where's in the caretaker job. Did, did you think there was a lot at stake in the process or did you feel like they had had a pretty good chance to assess you already? Well, it's just hard to understand as the caretaker how much they take take in on sort of the caretaker part of it and the process part of it. So I had to present a few times, catch up for meetings and still fit it into the um, the day-to-day coaching of the team, so that was that was quite a heavy load through that period. Um, and then I had the psych test um, just as we finished the season. So I was hoping I didn't fail that, Jared, but um, <laughs> like I, did, I got par- I passed that one, which was uh, maybe a bit lucky. But um, no, it's um, it was all jammed in, and it was very time-consuming. But you know, you don't know how much the club puts on sort of the the process part about of it, then maybe the day-to-day um, coaching aspect of it too. So. I suppose my presentation was a fair bit different to maybe you know, somebody else who wasn't coaching day-to-day as well. 
did you feel like you were the front runner? Was and, and was that a, a good position to be in? Is it also a difficult position to navigate? It's like anything. You think you, you know. Um, there, there was aspects. You know, through the through that you know six, seven, eight weeks that we're like, well, okay, I think I'm, it's all going to plan here. But then there's other bits. You, you know, you might lose a game of footy, or you think, geez, that didn't go so well. Um, so you never know. But you know, just to hear the the you know the voice of Andrew to say, um, you've got the job, mate. We're wrapped and all that. I was just like, you beauty. Um, <laughs> that sort of allows you now to move forward. Until you hear that those words, you sort of never know. And you know, people have sort of thought they've been in front in coaching jobs, and next minute they don't get it. So, um, yeah, I was just waiting for those magic words and they came across, which was great. Congratulations, Rats. Absolutely thrilled for you. And I really enjoyed Thanks, the emotion of you running in to tell the, the troops that you did the big jump and the fist pump in the air. I enjoyed that little video that's surfaced in, in recent hours. Um, I, I just didn't wa- think that was going to get out, mate. <laughs> I, I, I did that. I did that for the staff for just a bit of, yeah, yeah. Just, to, I think, yeah. But uh, I thought, yeah, that's only behind closed closed doors, and next minute it's now uh, everywhere. So yeah, you got <laughs> I you, That's a life of. <laughs> you got to work time. on your leap, rats. You got. You didn't really get much clearance there. But I just uh, just on a serious note, you had the five years at Carlton. Three of those years, you, you made it to finals. We're in the premiership winning. Industry, we we all know that. What, what yep. will what will take Brett Ratton from that marginal gap in that in the Carlton time as coach to St Kilda in that next block of four to hopefully hopefully ten years at St Kilda? What, what have you learnt from the Carlton experience that'll make you a premiership coach at St Kilda? Um, probably the biggest one was the, you know having experience at, at Hawthorne and up, probably towards the back end of Carlton, I was I was starting to get this aspect of my coaching right, the connection between the players and don't don't be so much of a technical coach and all about football, it's more about the person as well. Um, so I've sort of tried to really work on that, even as an assistant coach, I think it's so important uh, to get the best out of people. But probably the big thing I did was maybe when you go into the role of senior coach, especially being young, you think you've got to be across everything um, at a really high level. Yes, you have to be across everything, but there's some things that you really put your energy into. And I've learned to just let things go um, as a coach or as a person as well in my life to say, why, why even worry about that? And, um, you know, sometimes your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness. And I, I really, I, you know, in reflection, I probably try to do too much at the blues and try to be over everything where, I should have just concentrated on the things that I could really control and the things that I was good at, not trying to uh, be the master of everything. Um, yeah, and that was probably the biggest thing I learned. A lot of coaches talk about relationships now between player and, and senior coach specifically. I, I don't know whether you saw the Adam Simpson story during the week. Jake Noel wrote about Adam coming from Perth to Bendigo to visit Richard Cole's father um, and just the, the lengths now that uh, the game has gone to or the AFL coaches have gone to, to 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 form that bond? I don't know whether you saw that story. And do you think that now, I mean, you've just said it's a really important facet of your coaching. Has it gone through the roof, the relationship side of the game now? Oh, there's no doubt. And um, yeah, you can have the greatest game plan, but if you haven't got the players on board, who cares? You can maybe have not the best game plan, but if everyone's sort of together and you know, feel there's great support around each other and they know each other really well, I think you're half a chance. So, uh, yeah, I would I would put all my eggs really into the relationship side of things and I think it's a key to success. And, you know, you know you, I've seen Al, you know, Clarkson as well. You know, you, you've just told about the Simo story. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. 
From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Clarko's jumped on planes and headed off to certain parts of Australia or overseas just to catch up with players to make sure they're all right or or just have a conversation with them. And that's so important uh, you know, in trying to build a team and get everyone on the same page. And it is so critical now. Hey, Rats, Derm here. Congratulations, mate. How are you, How are you buddy? Good? Yeah, yeah, very well, thank you. Can we, you know, for the, the you made mention earlier and Jared's questioning also made mention of it, for those coaches out there that are looking to come around the second time, how is the improved ver- – well, how has the version of the 2019 Brett Ratton improved on the 2007 Brett Ratton that, that was a caretaker coach too before he got the Carlton job? How, how have you improved? I've probably touched on it before, um, Derm, um, in regards to just trying to concentrate on what I do well and yeah. let other people – sort of take the slack up in areas that I don't do so well at. And um, that's the thing. You, you are so time poor as a, as a senior coach. And if you think you can cover off everything, and the role nearly itself is a sort of a one-and-a-half-man job. And I even spoke to Neil Craig when he finished up at Adelaide. I went and had a cup of tea with him to see how he was going. And we just talked about it. And even back then when he left as Adelaide coach, he said, geez, it's only getting to a one-and-a-half-man job, isn't it? And I said, it, it, it's pretty taxing if you're trying to cover off everything. And I think you've got to have good people around you and trust them and allow them to do what they do well and let, let the main coach. And that was really something that was around Clarko. When you think of the success he had around him with David Rath, Chris Fagan, some great people with great minds helped Clarko just concentrate on the things that he did best. And um, that's what makes a good coach is actually a good coaching team. Just two more questions for me. We talked about and we hear that it, it can be such a technical game. Your evaluation of the role now, how much of it... You remember, I mean, Terry Wallace, when he came in you know, 10, 15 years ago, didn't even speak to his team in, in a motivational sense before a game. It was all technicalities. Has the game swung back again to become a more spiritual type motivation now prior to games, a more spiritual um, view of getting effort out of players? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, we we just do all our technical work. Um, when I was caretaker, and I don't really want to change in, in sort of that part of the um, build-up to games, is we would do everything before the game and say on a Saturday we would have all our information put into a room and then I only see the players three minutes before. That was it. That's what we did. So if we haven't taught the players what we're after, it's pretty hard to go through everything again or add something new on game day. So we do all the technical before and then it's all about the emotion and you know what motivates the players and how can we get them up and how do we, you know, as a team be, you know, on the front foot when we start. And that's that was really critical for me to try and get the best out of the boys to you know, get on the front foot, and especially too, we didn't have great first quarters um, this season. We sort of cleaned it up a little bit at the back end of the Saints, but our starts were very poor, and we gave up five, six, and seven goals in the first quarter, and we caught up, but you know, it was too hard to work for us. So yeah. I'm with you. I think the technical side should be done be- before the game day, and then it's all just about the motivation. Final one for me. There are so many Saints supporters out there saying, rats. 
What is our plan? Tell us what you are going to endeavour to do. What What is the plan? Um, well, it's going to be interesting, Dern, because of trade period. And, you know, I think you, the, the, the plan is around about how the fundamentals of the game are played and you don't want to ch- change that around, you know, contested ball and some of your transition, the way you go about it, um, your tackle techniques, your marking drop of the ball, your spoiling and things like that. But our style might change depending on our personnel. Because if we bring speed into our team or, you know, we've had a few injuries, we'll have to adjust a little bit from that. But what we want to do is we want to be bold in our our endeavours to get, get victories for the footy club. And you will see a spirited team that will be really on the front foot to score and really desperate to defend um, because we need to lift the bar on that aspect because we couldn't finish our work this year. I think overall we had two more scoring shots than West Coast for the season in the home and away, but we were minus 257 points behind them. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, that's an aspect of the game we've got to clean up. And the other side of the coin is we, we when we did concede scores, we the, the opposition were very accurate against us and we conceded goals, not points, and we need to make sure our desperation's up there. So we're going to be bold at both, in, both ends of the ground to make sure we clean that up. Uh, Rats, I'll pass on my congratulations as well. Everyone is so wrapped for you and we, we wish you well. Can I can I ask you with that plan and, yep. and, and the trade period, because there's been some big names already linked. We've got Carlisle, we've got Jack Stephen, and now we have Josh Bruce. Uh, can, can I have an update on those three and where they sit in terms of your future? Yeah, well, Jack's, you know, we spoke, we've spoken uh, about Jack yesterday too and, and I've sort of spoken about that through my um, interim coach uh, stage is we want Jack to be happy. And that's the main thing for us in regards to, you know, how he's going and, and what's going on. So he hasn't been back into the club and, and but, um, you know, we just want to make sure Jack's happy. The other one, the other one too, uh, that you spoke about is Jake and uh, Josh is they're contracted players. Um, and I see them staying at the football club next year. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know where that's going to go. James Gallagher is our um, list manager. We're all going to catch up on Monday and Tuesday, but they're contracted and I see them staying at our footy club. They're telling the players. And uh, we ha- we hear that there there is room in the salary cap. You've targeted a number of big free agents. Bradley Hill's the latest. Um, do you want to you want to spend that money now? And Are you all in? Would you rather one big fish, a couple? You know, Where do you sit on the, the strategy of the list and who you might bring in? Yeah, that'll be a club decision through you know conversation with James, and he's done a lot of work with with Lethers behind the scenes in regards to players that are out. But I can say we want to get talent into our football club, and if that's one person, two or four, um, we want to improve our list every year. So um, if somebody's out there with talent and they want to leave their football club, we'll be interested to have a talk to them. So from that point of view, yeah, we'll sit down next week and start going through that. But yeah, we need to improve improve our list, and if there's players out there that we think can, you know, add to our game plan and our style, um, we'll we'll bring them in for sure. Brett, when you were appointed Carlton coach, it was it was a boy's own story. You, you'd lived the Carlton life. You knew the very essence of the footy club. How important has it been to try to grasp what what the core of St Kilda is, and maybe that uh, let that seep into the way that you think and the way that you might coach. Well, I was just talking to um, Russell Holmesbury, who does all the, the history of the St Kilda Football Club, and um, I've caught up with Russell a few times and know him through Inside Football um, 
through many years of uh, contact. But um, we're going to sit down next week and really go through everything about the Saints. What I do know, they're so passionate and they want success and, that, and that's what's really driving a lot of people at the football club, but really the supporters as well. And, you know, to see that game when we played against Fremantle and, you know, we got over the line just and then to go out on the ground and just hear the roar and, the you know, the supporters all screaming and that, we want to see more of that from from, it, the, from the team. But we love that, hearing the supporters, and they're so passionate and they've been deprived of success and hopefully uh, through the next couple of years we get to see some of uh, the enjoyment that they're looking for. Fingers crossed that that's precisely what transpires. Brett, uh, Brett, well done, and thanks for your time today. The very best of luck with the job for real. No worries. Thanks, fellas. Brett Ratton, the St Kilda coach, with us on Crunch Time. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.